Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. We are so grateful that you are with us this uh, Monday morning, this Monday morning of Holy Week. Uh, I'm Brad Gray and I'm joined by... And I'm Janine Bitson Um, and we are just truly grateful to be with you. Yes. Uh, You know, it's just this Lenten journey. I I feel, Brad, that like all of 2022 has been Lent. Yes. I I don't know. It's just been, uh, for me personally, it has just felt like there's... uh, there's been this desert. Yeah, I think for both of us, through. honestly. You know, I, my mom has gone through a battle of cancer. She started off the year with doing radiation, and uh, and then they were going off on a trip and got their car stolen with all their belongings. And oh, so it's boy. just, uh, it's been quite a quite a go here at the beginning of this 2022. Yeah, yeah, it has. And it's, for our family, it's been, you know, the terrible loss of uh, my dear sister-in-law um, from COVID and um and then good friends have lost a son, and it just is like, it's just been heavy. Yeah. And and not just in in uh, loss and illness, uh, but just in the state of the world. Right. <laughs> you right. know, yeah. it's just been really difficult. But um, as with everything, we need to begin it with prayer. And, yeah. And I think that um, Holy Week can really help us make sense of all of this loss and this yes. suffering. Yeah. And uh, we need to unite it to Jesus' suffering that's so real to us in, Absolutely. in Holy Week. And Absolutely. Yeah, so let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, Son and, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, my prayer, our prayer today is that, Lord Jesus, you give us the strength we need to get through the feelings of being abandoned and alone in the suffering that we go through Uh, Help us to walk through the valley of tears as we endure great loss. We thank you for the smile and love you give us in the stranger and the friend and our neighbor uh, that they show us, as they show us unconditional love. Uh, There is a love, their love is a love from God. It's just undefiled by judgment or lack of forgiveness. and, And, you know, there just is no valley. There's no sorrow there is no heartbreak when we can unite that to jesus and he touches us with his grace so our prayer is that for all the hearts that have been pierced that they are able to forgive that they are able to find joy again that easter joy can heal our hearts our minds and our souls amen amen beautiful thank you so much janine and as you're saying you know we're reminded in the midst of a lot of the heaviness that we've we feel we have felt personally and also you know societally, um, there's a real need for uh, there's a there's a new call a deepened call to uh, an authentic and, and vigorous spirituality a spiritual life, right? And we have this morning as we're getting started, we have uh, Dr. Philip Porter and Isaac Pop from the University of Mary on to uh, to join us and to talk a little bit about that very thing. Good morning to you, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, and I got to say, I, I absolutely 
love the work that's being done at University of Mary. I know I'm not alone. And pretty much anywhere you go in the country, people are talking about you, Mary, and, and what's happening there. My daughter is just, uh, she's a little over halfway through her doctorate in occupational therapy there. And it's just, uh, it's such a gift to the church. So we, we thank you guys for the work that you're doing there. Oh, you're welcome. That's great to hear. Yes. So I guess as we're started, before we get into the topic, it'd be great to have you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, about what you do at the University of Mary. So Dr. Porter, would, would you begin? Yeah, sure. So I'm Dr. Philip Porter. I'm the chair of the theology program here at the University of Mary, and I, I also have a joint appointment in the Catholic Studies program mm-hmm. here. So my own personal background is uh, I studied um, I studied theology, in particular Latin patristics, and since coming to the University of Mary, I've been um, brought on board to help uh, build this uh, the Master's of Arts in Applied Catholic Theology, which is beginning this summer with this uh, prayer and spiritual direction portion of the of the Master's uh, with the certificate program. Fantastic. We're looking forward to hearing more about that. But uh, for a moment, Isaac, can you share a little bit of, uh, about yourself with us? Sure, yeah. So uh, my name is Isaac. I'm the coordinator of enrollment and partnerships at the University of Mary. Um, I work primarily, my, my work has led me to uh, building these programs, these new programs for the Catholic professional. Um, so the university, we saw a need, a need that needed to be met um, in the church, and it was this call to um, begin these new and robust programs for busy working adults. And so my job at the university is really to just get these programs up and running to find us some new students and to spread the word. So I love what I do. Yeah, yeah that that's wonderful, Isaac. You know, um, the church does have such a real need for people to have a deep and personal knowledge of the spiritual life. I think when you think about so many people who fall away from their faith or um, just have misconceptions, you know, looking from the outside in at our faith, you know, there's just this um, lack of, I think of knowledge of what we believe, hmm. and and it uh, sometimes it's it's very simple, but other times it's very complicated, and and for people to be able to articulate that, and especially with our baptism as priest, prophet, and king, we have a real responsibility. I think that's right. I, th- so part of our approach here is to figure out a way for the University of Mary to address that um, that particular need. And so this is our way of trying to serve and aid the Church, uh, particularly those working in ministerial and educational mm. roles who need that background, that robust knowledge, both personally in their own lives, but then in such a way that they're able to take that forward into their, their work with others. I think that is such a critically important thing. I think unconsciously, uh, or practically speaking, I guess we could say that sometimes we fall into, although the, our Catholic theology doesn't hold this, um, we can fall into the notion that the, the saved are already saved. Uh, in the sense, like, those who already, you know, they already know Jesus, they're kind of already on board, that, that they're good. We need to focus on the people that don't know Jesus and so on. And the reality is every one of us needs continuous saving. We need to continuously go deeper. Like St. Thomas talks about how one is either growing in the spiritual life or they're dying. And um, the need is absolutely every bit as great for those even who are ministering right. as those who are being ministered to. Wouldn't you say that's true? Yeah, I think that's right. So both Gregory, St. Gregory of Nyssa and St. Augustine both take that same tack, that 
to be standing still is to be moving backward. Yeah. There's no such thing as, as standing still in the spiritual life. You're either making progress toward the Lord or you're retreating. And so what we want to do in this program is give, give students that take part in it um, a set of concepts, but also a set of practices that are going to inform their own prayer life so that they're able to, and, and this is a principle of, of spiritual life and spiritual direction, is that you can't give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. And so deepening, deepening your own relationship with Christ is a prerequisite for being able to help others in that same journey. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, how you just stated that is so, so beautiful because, you know, one of one of the things that kind of gets me at times, and I'm getting a little off script, is when we as Catholics can just almost pass judgment on others, like we know more than they do. And, and it gets really frustrating because it, it can turn people away. And so to be able to be more pastoral and to be more, um, be able to approach that spiritual life and the concepts of, uh, like Jesus, you know, I mean, how forgiving. Look at Peter denying him and he's still you know, looks into his eyes and he's forgiving him. <laughs> you know, it's just so beautiful. And we as Catholics, the more we go deeper in our faith, hopefully we become more loving and more compassionate in how we forgive and, and show God's mercy. I think that's right. I mean, I, in particular, you know, when, when we realize that the, the whole of the spiritual life amounts to our response to God's grace, His, His prevenient action moving in us and drawing us to Himself, it's, it's important when we, when we see that, um, that in each of those instances we're prepared to give thanks for where we happen to be and not, as you say, to, to fall into the mistake of, of judging, judging someone else for where they happen to be um, and instead to pray for them and to help them along on their spiritual journey as well. And so often they help us as well, you know, I mean, I'm just saying that uh, just the, uh, it's just so real, (laughs) you know, there's no words to express that, that deep uh, connection you can have with someone of a different faith or not faith at all, um, when you really, uh, I don't know, let Jesus be the one who converts, (laughs) it's not us, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean, it's Jesus. That's right. That's right. I mean, this is one of the things I talk to our students about in, in um, our apologetics class. I know we're talking about the master's program, but when we're talking at, at our undergraduate level, is that, you know, it's at, at the end of the day, you can present people with the truth, and you can help them um, in the ways that, you, that are available to you immediately, but the person who's going to do the converting, <laughs> that's the Lord, right? That's, right. That's, that's God's role. And so what we can equip people to do is to be able to present the, the truth in a compelling and interesting way that meets people where they need to be met, and then at the same time be, being prepared to, um, to uh, attribute our successes to Christ's work in that person. Right. So, so tell us a little bit more, Isaac, about the certificate program that's part of you, Mary's approach to, to serve and aid the Church. Yeah, sure. So the, the certificate in current spiritual direction, it's a new program that's beginning this May. Um, very exciting program. It's three courses over the course of the summertime. Um, the first course, Being with God, What Happens in Prayer, that's the name of the course. Um, it's actually taught by Monsignor Tom Richter of the Diocese of Bismarck. 
Mm. Um, and that's just really an introduction to the prayer life. And that course just begins with the basic steps of the spiritual life. Dr. Porter, perhaps you can talk a little bit more about that course. Yeah, so this is, I mean, this is the, the place where we're going to introduce students to a, a theology of prayer, but also begin their actual practice of praying regularly and, um, and taking those, again, applying the concepts that they're introduced to by um, Monsignor Tom Richter um, and putting those into, into practice right away. Um, the idea here, though, is that while you can talk about prayer, Right? And you can you can think about prayer, and that's something that's it's good to do. It's also something that needs to be enacted. Mm-hmm. So all of the all of these um, all these three five week courses, each of them has a, a theoretical component to it. But we really want to get people getting their hands dirty in the spiritual life, and that's why we thought um, Monsignor Richter would be the ideal person for this. Um, someone with a, a great deal of experience and spiritual direction. And with um, insights in the, into the spiritual life that are going to be able, students are going to be able to put into practice right away. And so that first course starts with with those basics, laying the groundwork. That's so so important. I did my undergraduate at Franciscan University in Steubenville, and I remember my uh, theology professors talking about uh, saying one of the most dangerous things that you can do is to study theology and not pray. Um, because it, it can lead you to a very destructive path, honestly, especially, you know, sometimes I know that there can be a tendency that the, the truth, the, the, the truth of the church is so beautiful and captivating and, and intoxicating as you dive deeper and deeper into it, that you can almost make that a God instead of God. Sure. Um, and I, I've, I've known people that are very much about apologetics, about defending the truth, and th- those sorts of things. But they're actually somewhat uncomfortable with a life of prayer. And right. I-, I know that one of the, the citations or one of the quotations that the Catechism has that I think is so shocking is uh, of St. Alphonsus de Liguori, where it says that those who pray are certainly saved. Those who do not pray are certainly damned. Mm. I mean, he makes it that simple. And so if you don't start here, you are you are absolutely building on, on sandy soil, right? That's right. I call this the occupational hazard of the theologian. That is, you end up, you're, you're the sort of person who is interested in these deep truths, as you say, which are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And as you, as you find your way into them, um, you, can be, you can become distracted by them, mm-hmm. uh, such that you don't, you don't take the time. It's, it's easy when you're reading St. Augustine to walk away and feel as though you've prayed, and at the same time, you haven't. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so so it's, it is, it's good, it's robust, it helps your spiritual life, and at the same time, you need to put those, all of those um, theoretical insights into practice. You need to have a life that's formed by them, not just, not just informed by them. Well, that's just so beautifully said. We're going to have to take a quick break. But uh, on the other side of the break, we'll continue this wonderful discussion with Dr. Philip Porter and Isaac Pop from the University of Mary Applied Catholic Theology Master's Program. So stay tuned with us on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're so grateful that you've joined us this morning. Uh, my name is Janine Bitson. And I'm Brad Gray. And we have just had a wonderful discussion so far with uh, Dr. Philip Porter and Isaac Pop from the University of Mary. Uh, they're uh, beginning a program, a certificate in prayer and spiritual direction. And we just talked about that first of three parts right. to it. The being with God, what happens in prayer. So there's we'll we'll kind of step through a little bit each of these these three courses and kind of go back to some of the more particular details about when and how someone can get on board with that sort of thing. So the second course that is going to be offered is the Sanctity and Sanity, the Christian Spiritual Tradition. So uh, Dr. Porter, can you tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah. So part of what we want to show in that second course is the breadth of the Catholic spiritual tradition, and in, in doing that, we're, our, our method is introducing students to Ignatian, Benedictine, and Carmelite spirituality. Mm. And this, this second portion of the course, we also have involvement from um, Monsignor Tom Richter is going to be um, teaching the, ben, uh, the Ignatian component. Okay. The Benedictine Oblates of Mary that we have here on our campus are going to be introducing students to the Benedictine component. And then Father Wayne Sattler, who's another priest of the Diocese of Bismarck, is going to be introducing them to Carmelite spirituality. Mm, that second portion of the course also has an eight-day in-person Ignatian retreat that's going to be led by... 
Monsignor Richter, um, as well as some of the other uh, other spiritual directors that he's going to bring in to assist him. So we've got that's a that second portion of the course is again where some of the rubber really meets the road, and that we're going to show, introduce these different spiritual traditions, and then actually um, live one out in an in an eight day retreat mm-hmm. here on University of Mary's campus. That's awesome. I, I, uh, I'm so excited, not only by the, the aspect of, of inviting people into the, the, the spiritual tradition of the church, but also the, the, the broadness of that. I, you know, um, there are so many people that I know of that have benefited richly from Ignatian spirituality, and there, there are a variety of opportunities for Ignatian retreats and those sorts of things. And, and yet, it's, um, it's been difficult for me, uh, personally, because uh, just my mind is not a particularly imaginative one. And, you know, with Ignatian mm-hmm. spirituality, you kind of put yourself in the scene and smell the smells and see who's around. And that's always been a battle for me. And so it, it kind of left me feeling like, okay, maybe I just can't pray. Um, and, and, and I've always been more drawn to a particularly Carmelite spirituality. And so right. it, was, it was helpful for me to realize this isn't the only mode of prayer in the church. Well, like I said, so many people I know are just like, they have this robust spiritual lives through Ignatian spirituality. The Lord works in me differently. And so I just love the, the, the variety that you're offering in that sense. Yeah, I think that this is a, an important component. All of the different spiritualities that, that are um, embraced by the Church all are rooted in the life of Christ and in Scripture. So Father Louis, Louis Boyer um, says this explicitly. All the different traditions are united in this fact, right, that they are focused on the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. And there are different methods to getting there and to conforming ourselves to Jesus, but each of them has that as its goal. And so that's the, the center of each of them. Um, and so we can see the connections while also seeing different expressions of that, of that spiritual life. And finding one that works for you and works for those, if you're in a position where you're doing spiritual direction, works for those with whom uh, you're working is, is essential. Mm-hmm. I, I just realized why Brad and I work so well together. Oh, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> I, I definitely have more of that imaginative where yeah. I put myself in the scene and I, I'll even find myself closing my eyes during the gospel and just like putting myself there, you know, as a bystander. I, I get kind of emotional, hmm. you know, so that's that's definitely... Yeah, I just a side note. I thought, well, maybe that's why we work so well together. <laughs> that's fun. Oh, yeah. So now, tell us, um, Isaac. Tell us about the the third component of this, uh, the transformation and renewal. Yeah. So the third course in the certificate is called Transformation and Renewal: Healing the Mind, um, and this course is actually going to be taught by our president, Monsignor Shea. Um, we're really excited about that. He, this. Um, course kind of wraps everything together. It helps students apply the insights of the earlier courses. Um, it, it takes that into the context of a cultural and spiritual upheaval. And so it begins to really apply the components that you learn. Um, you, you've started in the beginning of the program with a, a really foundational component, right? At this point, prayer should be something you're engaging with every day for um, a good amount of time. You've gone on those retreats. You've learned um, the way in which you pray. And now you're applying that. Um, and so you're taking this and you're developing the imaginative vision. Um, that's what we call seeing the world through the lens of a Christian. Um, and so this, this is just really an exciting course that begins to take this and, and, and bring that applied component of the program um, to really transform not only your own life, but the life of so many around you. Hmm. That sounds phenomenal. 
I, I, I love it. Oh, it, it is. And, and to have Monsignor Richter and Monsignor Shea be part of these programs, uh, you know, you guys are rock stars too, but mm-hmm. those two are pretty amazing <laughs> men that um, oh, they can bring it in a beautiful way. Yeah, I was, um, to, to step back for just a moment, I was uh, struck by the, the title of the, the second one, The Sanctity and Sanity. Uh, one of the, the most profound kind of analyses of the Catholic faith that I've come across was Frank Sheed's Theology and Sanity. And uh, I loved his, uh, at the beginning of the work, he talks about um, to see the world as the church sees it is to be sane. To, to fail to see the church as a, uh, see the world as the church sees it is to be quite literally insane. It's not to see reality for what it is. Is that does that play into what you're talking about here in the sanctity and sanity? Yeah, I think that's right. So, I mean, part of what prayer in the spiritual life does is help you to see the world as it is. Um, if Christ is the the truth of the world. Um, coming to know him personally is a prerequisite for being able to see clearly, to be able to understand the world as it is, and not just as it appears to be. Um, uh, that's, uh, that's the goal of the Christian spiritual life, is to understand the truth of the world and to understand your relation to it. And so, yes, I think so. Um, if, if continuing to develop a robust spiritual life gives you eyes to see mm-hmm. and heals the wounds that, um, that prevent us from seeing clearly, um, then that's going to be uh, essential, not not just for sanctity, but also for sanity. Right, right. Yeah, and and for conversion and to get as many souls to heaven. Right. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> right? That's the goal. Right. Yeah, these three courses result in a certificate in prayer and spiritual direction. Um, tell us more about that and how how that how people can register and be part of it. And who who can who can be a part yeah, of it? Yeah, and who? Yeah, so you can um, sign up for just the certificate and take those three courses, or as part of our broader Masters of Arts degree in Applied Catholic Theology, uh, which also studies Scripture and then marriage and family. Hmm. Um, so the program really is designed for anybody who just happens to have an interest in theology. Um, you don't need to have that background. You don't need to have a bachelor's degree in theology, although a bachelor's degree is definitely required. Um, this program is really designed to be for anyone who's interested in just learning more about their spiritual life um, and learning to just apply that to ministry or the parish. And so um, students already in the program are teachers, those engaged in ministry in the church, uh, faith formation directors, um, those who are going through a conversion in their own life. Um, So we invite really anyone who has just a, a bit of interest in the program and if it's just one certificate, we definitely welcome them to apply to the program. And if they have questions, they definitely just reach out to the university, uh, visit our website, or give us a call. Okay, so the application for the certificate program, um, that's distinct from the application for the MA program. Is that correct? Yeah, they are two different applications. So, okay, so I, I know when I went through, uh, you know, application for graduate studies, you know, there's there's just uh, more of a process of, of laying out your educational background and all that stuff. Uh, this is something that, that could be uh, perhaps more broadly accept, uh, accessible then to people that are interested. Yeah, definitely. The admission requirements for that certificate is just a bachelor's degree, and okay. so we ask that. Um, students hold a bachelor's degree, that's all. Perfect. So tell us more about the calendar of these three different segments. 
Yeah, so the first course begins in May and finishes in June. So each course is five weeks long. Um, and so the course, the, the certificate program is completed over the summertime. So students begin in May and they finish at the end of August. Oh, wow. Okay, so now I've, the dates I've got for the, the transformation, renewal, the healing of the mind, the final course, is, is July 25th through August 6th. Is that right? That is right. Okay, okay, gotcha. Perfect. Awesome. So if someone is interested in joining, uh, signing up for the courses, how do they go about that? Yeah, definitely um, reach out to the university. You can visit our website, online.umary.edu. Um, email us at enroll at umary.edu or give us a call. Uh, so it's just a matter of reaching out and then we can connect and I'm happy to, to start that conversation with anyone interested. Well, we thank you so much for joining us. This is a fantastic opportunity for those who really want to mm-hmm. uh, deepen uh, that that way, even hospital ministry or prison ministry or, you know, to have this certificate, there's so many things you that know, you could. Yeah, for, I, I spent 10 years doing carpentry and going in and installing cabinets in people's homes and that sort of thing. And I'd, I'd often have Catholic radio, I'd have Real Presence Radio going on in the background. And it would give me the opportunity to actually have conversations with people that don't ever come to church uh, to, to kind of. Uh, be a light in their lives right. in many ways. And so, I mean, I could see this being for, for plumbers or for anyone that's, that's just working out in the world. They want to understand um, kind of what I see this being actually is just like wisdom. Like it's a, it's a formation in wisdom, which is how does God order the world? How do we fit into this? Where is, you know, where does this all, how does, how do we understand reality properly? Uh, and how do I apply that then in my own day-to-day living? Um, and so I could I could see this being something that's beneficial for people in any any right, particular realm, right. right? Absolutely, and especially yeah, for teachers right. who have the summers off. Many of them, uh, you know, my daughter's talking about going to Poland. I would rather she come out there for you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Right now in this state of the world, anyway. Well, we thank you so much for joining us. We have to uh, cut off our wonderful conversation Yeah, one quick thing that I wanted to mention. Now, I'm seeing that these are evening courses, right? Tuesday and Thursday. So even someone could be working a full-time job and still have the availability to to do these courses. Is that right? That's right. They're going to be Tuesday and Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Um, but we, and they're also offered online or in person as well. The online component can be completed asynchronously. That is, if for some reason you have an impediment at that particular time, we can work out a way to get the, um, the material to you in, a, in an asynchronous uh, fashion. Wonderful. Well, you guys are doing a fantastic job yep. making it accessible, and uh, the opportunity is just... Fantastic. Yeah, thank you both so much for all the work that you and you, Mary, are doing to to bring the gospel into the world in every way conceivable. So we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much for having us on this morning. All right, thank you both. We're going to have to take a quick, break, a quick break, but on the other side of this break, we are going to be speaking with someone who is excited because this weekend is going to be a big one for them. They're going to be brought into the church and receive a sacramental smackdown. So, <laughs> so stay with us for more Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 